Hello and welcome to The Technical Foul. My name is Varun Shankar and I'm joined today by Trent Dawson. Trent, how are you doing, man? Good, how are you? Pretty good. We're here at the Loco Sports tip-off tournament. Uh, we're just taking a step away from the Loudoun County Liberty game, and I just wanted to see, uh, you know, you're one of the best players in Loudoun County, I wanted to get an interview, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right, we're going to start out with a question that you've been asked 150 times. <laughs> What's it like playing for your dad? Uh, yeah, definitely get asked that question a lot. I mean, it always has their uh, pros and cons. Some of the pros just always have a coach at the house just telling me like get get rest eat healthy get prepared mentally and physically for that game um other pros just getting in to shoot like whenever I want that's fair some cons I mean getting hectic by some of the student sections <laughs> out of the county um and just kind of feeling that pressure that um which most coaches sons feel when they play for the dad what's the best chant anyone has given you about your dad pg version <laughs> pg i'm glad you said that yeah um, <laughs> this is a family podcast folks uh most likely just daddy's boy i mean yeah. just get that all the time just you only play because your dad just stuff like that how do you deal with that um you know i've practiced a lot and I feel like my game proves otherwise and I know they're just saying that to try and get in my head and distract me so I know my game is better than that. Have, has any student section ever actually got it into your head? Maybe when you were like younger? I mean I'll have to say one game my sophomore year uh, they were chanting daddy's boy and it was against Woodgrove so I knew all of their right. And some of my friends were chanting it, which got into my head a little. But, I mean, I bounced back and played a lot better the second game we played. You know, you're not the only guy who has this you know, situation where you're, playing for, uh, where you're playing for your dad. You got Landon Haas down at Potomac yeah. Falls. What's that bond between you guys like? Oh, man, it's, we, we actually have been like rivals. I mean, ever since we were young kids, we've always been seeing each other from other, uh, the other stands of the coaches. I mean, we all, both grew up watching our uh, father's coach. We always felt that rivalry, but this past AU season, we grew a lot closer. I mean, we both talked about that pressure, and we just got really close. There's another guy who I interviewed before, Mitch Griffiths, mm -hmm. quarterback at Broad Run. He plays for his dad. He's play he well, just finished up. Do you talk to him at all about it? Not really. I mean, I just know he's a really good competitor from middle school basketball, and just, I mean, I know he's out there proving people wrong. All right. You play point guard, but you play a kind of different role than a lot of normal point guards. You score a lot more than maybe the traditional point guard would. What do you think the role of a point guard should be? Um, I mean, point guard is definitely someone who gets their teammates involved, but is also definitely someone who can step up and score if the um, team needs it. Definitely getting uh, people involved and getting people open is a huge part and role of a uh, point guard. Do you like to score more or assist more? Remember, this is for the public, not for your dad, you know? You don't got to give the coach's answer of, you know, I like to get everyone involved. No. I mean, I'd have to say assist. I mean, just getting really? that feeling of throwing a nice pass and getting someone else involved just is a really good feeling. Definitely better than scoring. Do you have any one pass that you've thrown that you were like, ooh, that's nasty? Uh, junior year um, against Briar was our first game. I did a hop step and just dimed it to one of my teammates. It was, that was, it was a really nice pass. Are you thinking in that moment, like I've always thought this when a guy makes like a behind the back pass mm -hmm. or something, like do they think about that in the moment or is it just like instinctual, like you've done it in practice and you do it? Um, or are you thinking like this is gonna look cool? I mean, I've done that pass before. It's just when I did the hop set, I saw him coming and you just gotta 
use your peripheral vision mm -hmm. just to see them. But I mean, I've done that pass before and just repetition definitely helps with it. How have you grown as a point guard? You know, I always talk, I always hear guys saying uh, it starts with making a simple read off a closeout, mm -hmm. you know, attacking a closeout, and then it moves from there. When you get the pick and roll, it's about making that basic read, making the simple pass to the corner, to the roll man. Mm -hmm. How have you developed that to the point where now you make plays outside of the flow of the offense? You know, you're kind of, when you get into the pick and roll, you're not just making the simple pass, you're making the pass two steps ahead that really screws up the defense. I'd have to say uh, watching basketball, watching a lot of basketball, like college games, just seeing, because they do a lot of ball screens, just mm -hmm. seeing how they react, seeing how they defend, seeing what, uh, putting myself in that situation, seeing what I would do in that situation, definitely helps with that. All right, so I'm going to take you to a play, all right? You take a ball screen. Mm -hmm. They switch. What are you thinking right then? Uh, it definitely depends. If it's a big man, I'll just clear him out and try to do my thing. Mm -hmm. But if it's... um. Someone are same size again, or maybe it's like a big, but like it's Jalen Coker. Oh, uh, then I'd probably rescreen, trying to get because um, rescreening is really crucial. Um, rescreen, trying to get that edge off of a corner, and just trying to slip it or something. All right, now let's say that they pull up on you and they try to trap you. What are you doing then? Definitely uh, retreat out of that, or if I can, just try and split it. All right, there's a lot of basketball history at Valley. You're an incredible player, but a lot of people would say that the top spot in the Valley ranking of basketball players is gonna go to Jordan Miller no matter what. Definitely. What, what was it like growing up? You played with Jordan a little bit? So what was that experience like? Man, he's just a phenomenal player. I've known him my entire life. He's a great kid, just phenomenal. Just hands and just scoring ability, getting rebounds. And what most people think is like, oh, like he's just trying to do it for himself mm -hmm. and all this stuff. But he's definitely a team first guy. He's a great, great guy. I love that guy. What's the relationship between you two like? Is it like a mentorship role at this point? Definitely. He's definitely an idol mine. Actually, uh, an hour ago, he was just uh, texting me, letting me know like, um, like this is my team this year, letting me know that I need to do my thing. Even if I have a bad game, just to make sure I'm getting all my shots. Just uh, let me know, and he's a great guy. I love that guy. You know, you talked about how you need to get your shots, and this is a thing that a lot of point cards struggle with because you think of a guy like Steve Nash, and people were like, man, Steve Nash should have shot more, but Steve Nash was so mm -hmm. concerned with getting his guys in the offense and making sure that everyone was flowing that sometimes he didn't take as many shots as he should have to maybe help his team as much. How do you find that balance? So I used to do that. I used to um, not shoot as much. I used to be a like strictly pass for this guy even if I was open I'd pass it but then I, I ended up realizing what I was doing is I wasn't being as aggressive so mm -hmm. people would just play off me the team would play off me and I, I couldn't get my players opening because they would just play off me mm -hmm. but as I started scoring more they'd have to play more on me help more so when I drive that person would have to help and I could kick it and get an assist. You guys play a lot in transition I've seen you guys run off misses, off turnovers, and sometimes even off made baskets. Is that like a conscious part of your team at this point? Definitely. I mean, we do drills for that at every practice. It's definitely been a huge focus for a couple of years. What kind of drills are you guys doing? Uh, just literally like fast break. Coach will shoot it. We get it. Everyone runs in their lane. Um, we'll do like five or six trips, and then we'll, we'll put defense on it. Just. Playing fast is, is a lot of fun, like a lot. 
you know, that also requires a lot of conditioning. So what kind of work do you guys put in the offseason to get that conditioning level up? <laughs> oh, man, I'm glad I'm done with it now. He's thinking about the running, folks. Yeah, honestly. Um, so during the offseason, a couple months before uh, season, we'll, we'll meet up before school and go to the football field. And my dad has this, like, Syracuse drills. That, Ooh. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, jumping, defensive shuffles, running bleachers. I know one guy who just was in condition came in, came to one of it, threw up, and just left. Just left. Just he was left. done. He's yeah, like, I'm he out. Done. It's a SpongeBob me and I'm out. <laughs> All right. So this is your second, you know, full year kind of being the guy on the Loudon Valley team. Mm -hmm. What are your expectations coming to this year? You guys are one, uh, two and zero, or one and zero. One and zero. One and zero right now. Um, obviously, I mean, we're trying to win this next game for Friday, but long term, I'd say winning the district and. Um, Definitely a mindset of ours is we lost the district, lost the regional championship, lost in quarterfinals. We definitely have some debts to replay. We're all working. We're all hungry. Even after that one win, we're, we're super hungry. Let's talk about that one when you guys played P Falls, one of the premier programs in this area, two state titles. Is there any intimidation going into a game like that, knowing you know what the Haas brand is? Oh my gosh. I mean, that's another team that has a tradition throughout this county for winning. Um, their defensive pressure is just so well coached. It, they're definitely one of the most aggressive teams we'll play all year. Um, I mean, it's a, always a great environment. Mm -hmm. I mean, as I said, I've been watching my dad play that team right. when I was a kid and just imagining myself in that game. So it's a lot of fun. You know, you guys got that win, huge win, close game yeah. down the stretch. You know, coming out of that game, are you thinking, is it relief or is it excitement? Or both? Um... I mean, I think we we had the lead, and I think to be able to beat stay, um, other great teams, we're gonna have to be able to extend that lead mm -hmm. and keep that lead instead of losing it. Because I mean, just any any play could have led to us losing. And starting off with a loss at uh, season opener at home is mm -hmm. just not good for morale. So I think we're just gonna have to refocus and just stay hungry. It's definitely the main part. You talked about winning the district, and it's going to be a pretty competitive district this year. Definitely. Riverside and Woodgrove are both gone. Broadrun is now in their place. I think Tuscarora as well, actually. Mm -hmm. You know, who do you think are the main challengers that are going to be nipping at your heels? Um, I mean, we just saw County. I think they've got to be County, up on that list, especially after County. how they played Liberty. Definitely County. Um, Dominion as well. Tuscarora has some pretty good players. Broad runs young. Yeah, so I just have to say uh, County and Dominion is County definitely Dominion. a good challenge. You know, Dominion's got that. Uh, they both got, both of those teams have really good point guards and mm -hmm. Sam Shelton for Dominion and Matt Anderson for mm -hmm. County. Players. Do you kind of psych yourself up for a matchup like that? Because, I mean, you're going to be guarding them most mm -hmm. likely, right? So in that kind of situation, do you kind of amp yourself up more for those games knowing that it's kind of a battle to see who's the best point guard in the district? Mm. I'm, yeah, sorry. It's always a lot of fun playing against uh, great players and definitely improving myself against other great players is how you prove yourself to everyone. You know, one of the things that is really interesting about your game is your ability to draw foul shots. You get to the rim a lot and you get to the line a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, uh, what do you, you know, there's a physical toll that comes along with that. You're hitting the ground a lot, you're getting whacked a lot. Is that something that wears on you throughout the season to the point where late in the year you're less effective in going to the rim? Mm. Sort of. I mean, 
just eating healthy, sleeping definitely helps to that. Um, just keep myself healthy. Like, I don't know, definitely um, I prepared a lot this season, mm -hmm. weightlifting and eating and just getting bigger and stronger. So I think I'll be able to manage myself, but definitely drawing those fouls gives you wear and tears. One guy that you've been compared to a lot is James Harden. And, you know, people say because, you know, you're going to the rim, you're shooting a three, or you're passing out to your teammates and you're getting them an easy look. Is that a comparison you like or is that one that you don't really? Um, or is there someone else that you think a, you're better? He's a great player and just my mindset is if they can't guard you, they're going to foul you. There we go. So if people can't guard me, they're just going to look to foul me and that's how they're going to try and stop me. But I practice uh, free throw shooting a lot, so, I mean, I'm ready. You got a new teammate this year, transfer Zion Ball. What's the experience been like with him? She's a phenomenal shooter. I mean, just consistent. And she, I mean, his shooting ability is just definitely underrated. And he, he's a great friend of mine. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a lot of fun playing with such a great shooter, just getting easy assists like that. With a great shooter, sometimes it's very important to make sure they get the ball like where they like it. Mm -hmm. Has he said anything to you about like, hey, I like my passes, you know, a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left, something like <laughs> not, that? Not specifically, but during the off season, I mean, we practice on driving and kicking because mm -hmm. we know we're about to get that a lot during the season. Um, you know, with a new teammate as a point guard and as a leader of the team, what kind of role do you play in, in making him feel welcome? Um. Definitely getting him involved in other activities besides basketball, like hanging out with the rest mm -hmm. of our team. Just knowing, like, um, telling our team, like, he, he's a great shooter. And if, if you want to go for a starting spot, I mean, you're going to have to show something other than that. All right. Thank you so much, man. Congratulations on the first win of the year, and good luck for the rest of the season. Thank you.